The following presentation involves three friends who get together and talk confidently about topics they know nothing about. Glamdring. Voldemort. Voldemort. Voldemort eats Voldemort. hamburgers in bush gardens. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell are you saying? Welcome to the podcast. Apollo rides his chariot through the sun into the moon. The moon talks to the sun. Apollo has dinner with the moon and the sun. <laughs> Earth is created. Humans evolve. Podcasts ensue. Ensue. We are here. Are you? Are you? I am Chinch. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. I don't even know what a podcast is. <laughs> Can I just jump in here? As you wish. I've decided that I'm going to be the intelligent one on this podcast because I know the most about everything. Your love of the halfling's leaf has clearly slowed your mind. I mean, these people are not audio people at all. They have no idea. Until they let me actually run the show here, I'm kind of just letting them talk. Are you talking to us? No, we're rolling, yeah, so um, continue. I don't know. Now that the mics are on, I don't really want to talk. A little fight, you. I like that. Throughout my day, I mean, honestly, I, I hate most people. <laughs> <laughs> now, get excited. I am very excited. I am always excited. Here they are, stupid fat hobbits. Technically. Uh, aliens invaded the moon on July 20th, 1969. What? Technically. It's the day we landed on the moon. Oh, and you were aliens? Technically. Wait, are aliens people from different planets or people from different galaxies? Planets. Are you sure about that? Yes. The moon if, is... If we, find, if we find aliens on Mars, it's... No, not... no, no, but the moon is part of the... It's isn't the moon like tangential to? Yeah, but it's still out of this world. No, 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 <laughs> no. The moon is a. It's part of this world. <laughs> I don't think a moon would quant would would qualify as. It's alien. kind of like the Earth's necktie. <laughs> no, no, no. Necktied. Get it? Ooh, Ooh excellent, excellent. Yeah. You, oh God. <laughs> No, but if you think about it, yeah, it, it is technically aliens. Well, I, I, might, agree, I might agree with you if we actually landed on the moon, but... Okay. Did we? Yes. You know how much that's been debated over the years? Like whether we actually Yeah, but the on technology the to fake a moon landing back in the 60s didn't exist. So the government wants you to think. I don't know. I mean, the government lied well, about Vietnam for like... <laughs> A decade, so government, and that was the same decade. What did they lie about Vietnam? There was just no, no, everything's fine. (laughs) I mean, they kind of said that (laughs) we're not over there. Yeah, I don't. That's a touchy subject. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we can all. Another touchy subject is. I mean, nine eleven is fake too. So, is jet fuel doesn't melt (laughs) moonbeams. Oh, man. We should not be getting into conspiracies though, because this this could eat up uh, at Where, least this, four actually, hours. This reminds, of this my reminds time. me of something. I was um, uh, I, I saw this thing recently that was like a hundred. It was a book. It was like a hundred um, unsolved conspiracies or something. Um, I thought it'd be kind well, of interesting. What a conspiracy is though? It's unsolved. So so let me rephrase True. this for you. A hundred things that have happened that a bunch of crackpots and crazy people think didn't happen and here is their story i would read that book <laughs> yeah it'd be fantastic well again you can go buy it you can buy it at barnes and noble barnes and noble welcome to the podcast everyone good to have you back episode 13 we're just chugging along here with season one uh, which will be coming to a close to a close here pretty soon as, as we wrap up some future episodes we'll future information on that yep. but we're getting we're getting pretty into season one here it's kind of amazing we've gotten this far we appreciate all the support here with johnny and pat as usual of course of course you're uh, your comedic relief for talent that is also true i like to think of <laughs> myself as frodo true. and each of them as mary and pippin who's mary and who's pippin no you're both mary and pippin individually we we what? sort of bifurcate because i think that that word makes sense <laughs> in this context and i know that because 
Swift. Science. Science. Exactly. What's that thing? What is it? Was it called? Dual personalities. Du- yeah, bipolar. Du- 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 dual. Schizophrenic. Yeah. Schizophrenic. <laughs> <laughs> so rub we're it, insane. Rub it up, dub. Three men in the tub. Anyway, schizophrenic, and so am I. <laughs> the, this this episode is very very special uh, because it's episode thirteen. What does that supposed to mean? Are you guys serious? Isn't 13 a bad number? No, no, no. That's another whole thing. I think Bilbo thing. was 13 when he left the, the no, Shire. He was 11 What oh. are you? Oh, oh, Hobbit. Wow, we're going back a ways. I have no idea. I was just going to say it's special because it's not 12. It has, it. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it, it has its own individuality. Yes, it is its own number. Yeah. That's a word. Anyway, I, I just really want a milk steak right now. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's always a reference. Yeah, it sounds disgusting. I mean, I would never actually try one of those in my life. Doesn't, uh, well, actually, this is really funny to bring this up because Benji with Babish, if you guys know that YouTube channel, he does the milkshake on one of his episodes. Really? Where he recreates it. And speaking of Benji with Babish, I actually met him earlier today. Really? So for those of you who are fans of his YouTube channel, we'll definitely check it out. Even if you aren't, go watch Binge with Babish. But yeah, Andrew Ray's the guy's name, and he had a book tour. He just came out with a cookbook, and uh, or his second cookbook, and he was doing a book tour across the East Coast, and he came to D.C. today and was at the Tyson's Mall, which is like literally a couple blocks from where I work. Can I just ask a question? Yeah. Why is a YouTube personality doing a, a book tour? Well, it's a cookbook, and he's a, kind of a, he's a, a chef of sorts. He's, is he a chef? Why do you do technically no? Why do you do tours with for a cookbook? Well, it's like a book signing. You no, go and you, you meet him and you get you your book signed. You bring up your phone, playing the the video of your choice, your favorite. Does he sign and, your phone? Yeah, and he signs <laughs> on his favorite phone. video. It's like in an invisible. It's like they take one of those note pens or whatever, and then it but, shows up on the video whenever you watch yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> in day. Whoa! Day. Wait a second. Yeah. We yeah. Can, we can have something here. Patent it. Write it down. With with my. Fancy future pen trademark it, yeah, exactly. But it was a really good. Sam sign that's well, you guys have iPhones. No, I I redact that. I redact that. That Anyone can take that name, it's horrible. (laughs) Go and fail, go and fail horribly. Sorry, Chris. Uh, keep going with your story. No, I'm just trying to tell that really cool experience that I had, but that's fine. Like, you okay. can cut me off whenever no, you want. Like, fine. not a big it's deal. Like, this guy, Babishman, Babushka. <laughs> <laughs> it's Bukaluka. Get it yeah. right. Buka, Bishka, Buka. <laughs> it's actually, he's... Bukalooking with Babish. Yeah, it's it's pretty creative. He takes, so he takes stuff from, from shows He recreates and TV show, movie, like, dishes that are famous. And then he yeah. makes them better. He makes them more realistic. He makes it authentically, yeah. and then he makes it better, yeah. But yeah. it was a really, really good time. I actually went with uh, a buddy of mine, a buddy of ours, uh, Mikey Temple, who was on the podcast a couple weeks ago. Yeah, Mikey oh, yeah. Dr. Temple. Mikey that's, Dr. That's Temple, right. Michael Dr. Temple. Um, so it was good to, to get together. He actually introduced me to Benji with Babish, so it was this cool thing. And he was actually really nervous. He was sweating, you know, about meeting <laughs> him and stuff. His heart was like 108 or something. Yeah. Big Babushka oh, well, fan. Big Babushka yeah. fan. Big Babushka. Yeah. But that was, that was good. That was fun. Yeah, when I was meeting him, I actually blacked out. I actually don't remember what I was thinking or wanted wanted to say to the guy, but really like powerful, kind man that is actually a little bit shorter than I remember or thought I would think you'd be. What the hell? When the hell did you get here? <laughs> oh, I thought I was uh, I was always here. Mikey, we told you to to stand outside. We, <laughs> we <didn't> say. <laughs> But I didn't even see you walk in. We said, no, we right. outside, we're doing a podcast. You can't just come in here and, and jump on the show. Oh, you can't talk about binging with Bukaluka without, like, <laughs> making me interested. Bukalooking with Babbage. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, well, I guess, I guess well, he's going to stay. Wait, what are we, what are we, I mean, well, I, is it? Uh, grab a chair. Guys, welcome to the podcast. Oh, no, no, no <laughs> boo. It's my line. Well, hold on, hold on. I mean, let's. It's a democracy, is it not? Let's have a little welcome to the podcast from one Chris and then Mikey, and we'll see which one we keep, aka the person we keep on the podcast, and well, which one we remove. High stakes. Yeah. Well, I already did mine. Do I do it again? You have to do it again under the pressure. Okay, ready? Yeah. Welcome to the podcast, everyone. I'm Chris here with Johnny and Pat, as usual. It's a very, very uh, radio voice here. Well, yeah. I was trying to go for a little extra, oh, you know, gravitas, given the I'm circumstances. Not sure, not sure if I like that one. All right, Mikey. 
given the circumstances, the superficial attempt for Gravitas will be, you know, given negative marks. Welcome to the podcast. I'm here with Johnny and Pat, and we're really excited about moving on without a certain other person that should not be in this room anymore. Wow. Apparently I'm not. See, see, that, see that captivated my attention right it there. Did. Are it you did. Serious? What the he hell is he going was on? leading me along. What what was he gonna say next? Yeah. I don't know. Was it gonna be Pat and Johnny? Was it gonna be Johnny and Pat? What the hell is going <laughs> on? This is damn mutiny, I say. Mutiny. <laughs> it's not mutiny, it's in, in every Chris, we're trying to podcast Can we get security in here, please? Security? What the heck? Look, in every creative venture, you have to keep going. You have to keep innovating. You can gotta, never gotta keep it fresh. You can never stay idle. It's just remember, mild. it's mild. <laughs> it's for the good of the podcast, Chris. Just hot oh, damn you! You have your own podcast, all right? <laughs> Wait, we have our we own. have our own podcast. No, we're not. Pl- our... We're not plugging this again. <laughs> Don't stop. Episodes. You had your ten <laughs> seconds, which turned yeah, into yeah, ten yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It took a lot longer than than I was planning. Gosh, uh, that no, was, that's our brainchild. That's our baby. That's our law brain. Yes, brainchild. It's our brainchild. We're our brain daddies. But um, we had a great time meeting him. Again, like Mikey said, he's a bit shorter than we thought he was. He's like 5'10", probably. Whoa. <laughs> that's, that's, that's taller than average. That's for, generous. No, that is the average. Was I that thought, generous? Thought, was he shorter than that? He was yeah, taller than me, but I'm only 5'5", five five and I saw him eye to eye. So I would say he'd be like 5'7", five 5'8". Five Gosh. You were towering over him. I know. Monstrous. Although he did compliment my beard, and we talked beards for a minute. So. Yeah. I'm curious just to to delve into, we can delve into beard craft later, but does shortness? Do you run into that any issues with cooking? Like, is the is do you have to like raise your hands over the counter to chop up those tomatoes? Can you reach well, the, the, the the top shelf? Are you asking me personally? It looks like you guys are asking me. No, 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 no. You know, like because you know the struggle of trying to do dishes and not being able to reach. Into the bottom of the sink. <laughs> <laughs> no, what's really cool is that uh, uh, in the beginning of his show, he actually had a butcher's board custom made for him by one of his friends. And then when he got big, was it smaller than like normal size? <laughs> I don't know. But um, what well, it was, you know, Matt, probably, just because you're short doesn't mean you use like so tiny utensils. <laughs> <laughs> he does have tiny whisk though. It's a, a tiny whisk is actually one of his things. What exactly, is tiny whisk TM? What do you think it is? It's exactly. Tell me what you think. Just, just, tiny he whisk. whisks with a very small whisk. Is it because he has like like wrist issues? <laughs> no, because no, there are just certain accoutrements that require uh, you know. Chris knows more French than you. French. <laughs> well, see when you when you set up your mise en place, then you want to sometimes use a uh, small utensil. Do if I might see you play you for a minute. <laughs> I just think there are very important things to be considered here. <laughs> No. <laughs> Johnny's not even gonna try. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know any French. Yeah, he's thinking about French words. He's doing the whole breakage device. Uh, trying to think of more. Trying to think of more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think I know any. There French. are a lot of just sort of English, I guess, idioms that are mostly just French phrases. You sir, are the idiom. The movie, and that's French, by the way. It's a French uh, movie. Pink Jason Panther. Bourne. There you go. Pat got it. I never actually saw that movie. I just assumed it was Steve Martin doing a terrible accent. (laughs) What what was it? Pink Panther. Oh. He was playing as a French Jacques Cousin. The hamburger? Yeah. The hamburger. The hamburger. Oh, man. Wait, can can we think of one French phrase that's common parlance? Parlance? Parlant. Parlay. Parlant. Parlant. In in English? (laughs) Allez-vous français? Yeah. What? But that's like straight French. No, 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 it's just something you would English use idiom. in daily life. Because they're all over the place. Parcel? Uh, yeah. No, 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 like a phrase. Rendezvous. Let's go to the yeah, rendezvous. 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 Rendezvous is a great word. <laughs> from our French major yeah, <laughs> expert. Thank around. you. Thanks for reminding I guess me. I guess the French, you know, did some good in this world. My body's literally failing me. That's kind of a random thing to just bring no, up. I, well, I, my hands are cold. <laughs> Your hands are cold, that, therefore, ergo. He also said his heart was hurting and the pain was going down his left arm. Which, yeah. Uh, which is a heart attack. They're just cramped. <laughs> it's just cramped. Pat, you're wearing like three layers. Just open your jacket and put your Wait, hands inside you of your attack? core. It could be that my medical mystery is just a series of ongoing mini heart attacks. Are you serious? It's just one theory. Just I have. speculation yeah. at this point. Did that theory come uh, from a doctor? Well, yeah. What do you think, doctor? 
Please use my full title when you address me. Sorry, um, French major Mikey Dr. Temple. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think that you should live your life to the fullest because it might be a lot shorter than you think. Like, that sounds like Johnny's catchphrase. Here for a good time, not a long time. Here for a good time, not a long time. Are, yeah, you, in, are you insulting the fact that my post-caricardial chamber <laughs> is full of blood? <laughs> Ooh, nice. Uh, post, <clears throat> what is it? Post-caricardial? I don't know what why I'm asking you these questions. Yeah. No, well, if you guys are bifurcating, then you guys sharing the same lifestyle for the next however long Johnny's going to live. So you should live Wait, the exact same lifestyle if, that if if Sharon and I Sharon and I if Pat and I share a, a, <laughs> share you and Sharon have a room Sharon what sorry continue um, it's Karen if Pat and I are sharing one life our lifespan is gonna drop drastically Wait, from like, where mine was at thirty three oh you drag we down. we we have oh, months yeah, probably true. no 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 because if you guys are sharing life and you might live to thirty three but. Pat might live. Wait, what did we say for Pat? He's going to live quite the I, longest, right? No, not anymore. He's lives. having heart attacks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Those are early be, onset. This it's is fine. before all the data came out. Yeah. We <laughs> but <didn't>. see, but <laughs> he lo- he raises your average now. Together, you'll live for forever. But, but no, no, but actually, but with Johnny, it doesn't have the strength and gravitas to withstand these mighty onslaughts <laughs> of heart. <laughs> If Johnny was a, a weighted average, you, your body couldn't it. handle me. <laughs> Wait, this is what true. Is that even? This is true. Your body oh, cannot true. handle Johnny's Johnny lifestyle. Johnny would kill me even earlier. That's what I'm that's saying. That's terrifying. If we had a Freaky Friday switch right here, where you get in his body, yeah, you'd destroy him immediately. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty I, sure if they swap bodies like Freaky Friday, as soon as it happened, Pat's body, a.k.a. now Johnny, would literally, like scream out in agony because of the just he, he would be overwhelmed by the what's the word I'm looking for here gravitas no <laughs> Gr- gravitas by like the like the illness like he would just be like disgusted with himself well he's Johnny, just switching sight so I'd be disgusted in in Pat's, Pat's body. body as soon you as Pat be... as soon as Pat went into your body you would immediately drop dead <laughs> <laughs> it'd be instantaneous I'm a real book. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Because oh, he just man. wouldn't be able to handle everything that you've done to yourself. It would be <laughs> sensory overload for Pat. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Go. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying this like three times. Mine Continue. wasn't that important. I was just thinking from back to when you were saying we are Mary and Pippin combined into two people, but like Mary and Pippin in each person. I like to think that we would keep selective qualities. So we would still have our individual personalities, whatever. I would have the wittiness and intellectuality. So would have your mind? Of, just would of have the your hobbit. Different... And Johnny wouldn't have any of that. He would, but he'd keep the alcoholism. So <laughs> oh, <laughs> the you hair. would actually maybe die first, then your body would die first. Because <laughs> your body too. wouldn't be able to handle his lifestyle. I see now. I think I get it. Yeah. So Johnny would drop dead first. Actually, you might both drop dead immediately because <laughs> that's Pat's what, that's intellect would not be able to yeah. handle the abuse you've done to your body. My, my Johnny's, brain, yeah. Johnny's, your body would not be able to handle the lifestyle of Johnny that he would then yeah. do to you. It's, so, a, yeah. maybe, it's a loose loose. Maybe Johnny's body immediately drops dead. Pat's body, I give a week. That's true. I get one weekend. I, 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 we have one weekend, or maybe even just one night. Yeah, one, one bender. One yeah. Friday night. <laughs> one good bender. And just challenge ourselves. <laughs> one super soft birthday party. Oh yeah, and he's done the. Yeah. It was a fun time. Well, let's jump into it, Johnny. You want to do uh, breaking news from Florida? Yes. Let's get to the news. This is breaking news from Florida. Uh, two Florida men. <clears throat> one. one. <laughs> Florida. That's hysterical, Johnny. <laughs> One dressed in bull costume, accused of trying to burn down house with spaghetti sauce. What? <laughs> burn, burn down the house with spaghetti sauce. Wait, I didn't know spaghetti sauce was flammable. It's not. <laughs> Wait, is he done? Is that the headline? That's 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 just the headline. Yeah. Did he mix it with gasoline? No, no. They they put it on the stove and put a rag in it. Uh oh. And just try to light the rag on fire and run out the house. Is like it a gas would. stove? Yes. Well, but, there you go. But they tried to light the sauce itself on fire. <laughs> so like why, with a rag. Why Why were they dressed in bull costumes? I, 
Well, I think th- no, no, no. Only one was. Only one was. The other one, Un- was unless it was, up unless pasta. it was, you know, the one where one's the head and one's the butt. That oh. kind of think of the horse thing. Oh. I'm not sure. What did the guy in the back possibly do worthwhile? Like he's just holding the other guy up. Yeah, it's emotional support. And yeah, physical support. <laughs> yeah. Just, he's just being an ass. You, know? you don't have an emotional support. <laughs> oh. um, but <clears throat> apparently, they broke into their ex-boyfriend's home. Wait. So I guess so they... it was two girls or was it two guys? It was two guys. Uh, Derek Irving and John Silva. They okay. shared the. Like, that's that's the confusion. Okay, I guess okay. They there, both... there are three guys. They are all boyfriends of each other. One dresses up as a bull. <laughs> one stands there next to the guy dressed up as a bull, and they try to burn the other guy's house, house down, down with spaghetti with sauce. spaghetti sauce while the other guy was sleeping. Oh, so the guy was in the house. Yeah, they tried to kill him. Well, Black-a-doodle. they stole all his shit. And then, <laughs> and they robbed him and then tried to kill him well here we go did they rob sauce? the guy of the bull costume was he wearing the bull costume when he got there or did he the, steal the, 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 the ex-girlfriend's the guy wearing the bull costume was the guy trying to burn down the house with but, his f- friend did his did he get the bull costume from his ex when he was at the house and then like hey I'm in a no, bull costume no apparently he showed up wearing that oh cool yes so many like red flags are going Dude, up how did they did they try and light the spaghetti sauce? Like yes, how that they work? actively tried to light it on fire, they thinking that it okay. would be flammable. So the bull stands as tall as he can. His friend grabs the bull by the horns, <laughs> oh. swings himself onto the roof, and takes a lighter to the throne on spaghetti sauces. No, no, no. They, they were inside. They, they were inside. So they were trying oh. to make a Molotov. Oh, it was an they, inside Basically, trying cocktail. to make a Molotov cocktail with using spaghetti sauce. It was a mar- marinara cocktail. It wasn't even yeah. good spaghetti sauce. No, they were using ragu. One of the worst sauces you can buy. Well, Probably the most flammable yeah. sauce you can buy. <laughs> Actually, that's a good point. It's, it's yeah. Right. Well, I would love to know where they like got their um, information on the flammable nature of spaghetti sauce. I mean, like how fire is made. You know what it probably was? It was probably they were trying to delay the lighting of the rag so that they could escape from the building. The sauce would hinder the flame. So they just wanted to scare him a bit. No, it would By still lighting, explode. lighting his house on fire slowly. <laughs> <laughs> a nice simmer, perhaps. I want to know how this was like uncovered. He probably like walks down to get a glass of water. He's like, "Oh, I must left the stove." And just turns it off, and they're like, "Damn it!" <laughs> <laughs> apparently, apparently, he did have some security cameras, which turned on and woke him up. Uh-huh. I guess that spooked him, and they ran out. Um, but they were quickly apprehended because they're not <laughs> easy like, to miss. Hey! What the hell's Jeff and that bull doing here? <laughs> <laughs> this is this is a this is a direct quote from uh, the victim. He says, "quote He was trying to make it look like I left the stove on, but who gets up at two a.m. and fixes Skeddy? You do, Skeddy, Skeddy. <laughs> I haven't said Skeddy since I was a child. Look, I'm sorry, I that's, can't that's I can't overlook outrageous. the fact that this is. L- oh my gosh, did you do this to this poor man? <laughs> I played, I played the fifth. <laughs> I mean, but Johnny it, broke into this dude's house and tried to let Regu on fire. Well, if, you, <laughs> if you look at it from like a normal perspective, it's just two dudes uh, awake late at night at their friend's house, maybe drunk, trying to make pasta. That's literally all it is. Yeah, maybe, except they stole. Maybe they were all at a costume shit. party. Wait, was it a break in? Was it a B and E? Yeah, they literally broke in, stole yeah. all his all of his stuff, and then tried to burn the house down with spaghetti sauce, and then dipped. I'm still stuck. <laughs> Do you think it was a relationship where they were all three together at the same time, like in Parks and Rec? That was my question. <laughs> yeah, like were they all dating each other? Or were they like the both previous boyfriends? Of, I, I think it was yeah. like previous boyfriends. So they, I'm trying to so figure Derek out. Derek and John are now dating, and they used to both date oh. the victim. But now neither of them do now. Goodness gracious, what a plot twist! It was definitely like a, it was definitely like a tra- kind of like a drunk texture X type of thing, except it's drunk texture X with ragu type of thing. And so they both <laughs> did it. I mean, you're not just dressing up in a bull costume for no reason. You're drunk, and you you got dared to go over there and blow up your ex. I've done it. I mean, I no, I, <laughs> no. I mean, like I get it. I mean, I've never done. I, I not. I've done it. I get it. He's panicking. <laughs> it's like Mikey's joke. He's always like, "Ugh, you should ask my ex-wife." We're like, "What? You should." Wait, what? I'm just saying. 
Well, that is one story. Yes, and that's just another reason not to live in Florida. What a not t- tremendous faux pas. Ooh, French, <laughs> French, French, French. That's actually very good, yes. Do you think uh, his friend let the bowl, he gave him carte blanche to put as much spaghetti as possible wherever he wanted? Oh my gosh. More French, you're welcome. <laughs> faux pas. I think that's quite avant-garde. <laughs> Have you just been sitting there thinking of these? Oh yeah, he, he was quiet during the actual uh, segment. He was just kind of. I didn't feel like we fully French wrapped terms. up that segment because rendezvous is not technically a phrase, but a great word, Mikey, and I appreciate that. Well, you've finished it Chris, now because those are clearly well-known I'm, phrases. I, seriously, I'm not talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mikey. Yeah, sure. Oh my gosh, you guys are terrible. <laughs> well, now that we made it all this way, now that we're at the rendezvous point of this segment, let's. Uh, <laughs> All right, let's kick it off around the table. You guys want to do around the table? Guys, you want to do uh, around the table? I think this is a good time to do around the table. You're not the host. Shut <laughs> sure. the hell up. But uh, if you want to give us a little French around the table, you can probably remember what three words in French. I, I For some reason, I know that in Greek, but not in French. Berry. Oh, no. No. Sur table. That's around the table. Tab? Table. Oh, it's just English? <laughs> yes. Frenchified. Sur la table. Sur la table. Around the table. AT&T, around the in table. Around the table. Around the table. ATT, pass it around. ATT. All right, here's my, here's my around the table topic. Sur la because table. I experienced this quite aggressively when I was flying back from Switzerland. Armrests on an airplane, like... Do, do people not have, not know armrest etiquette anymore? Like, what are we teaching kids in school if people don't know common armrest etiquette? Wait, how big was your plane? We're talking about like three seats in a row? Uh, we're talking two, three, two. And how big, big were the plane. riders sitting next to you? Mm-hmm. It's very important. Irrelevant. <laughs> I, I think there's a certain amount of couth to, that depends on the size of the rider. The middle of seat. Gets both armrests. No, no that's ridiculous. <laughs> yes. I'm, Absolutely I'm sorry. Not. The middle seat, middle seat gets, gets shafted by being in the middle. They get shafted. So they by just being automatically the get both armrests. I mean, well, yeah, the, the window seat can lean on the window. The aisle seat already has, has one armrest. Arm arm no, I'm on the and outside. Access out. I'm on the outside. I'm like Creed. I pay for that privilege. All right. You, Look, so no, you, you paid for one armrest. No, I paid for an aisle seat with two armrests. No, you paid no. for an aisle. So you paid for an armrest and easy way to get out. Yeah. So Disagree. the guy in the middle is just to sit there with both arms like tucked in, it's, it's and awful. usually legs tucked in as well. True. Yeah, suck does, it. Does he get any armrest? Does the does he get the one on the left? Yeah. Perhaps? Which in your well, world? To be honest with you, armrest etiquette is the following. All right, okay. armrest etiquette is the following. If you're in the outside seats, you obviously get your either right or left armrest solely to you because it's on the outside. The middle armrest in between, which you share with the middle seat, goes the following. You initially, when you get on the plane, you go halvesies, all right? And you offer the other half to them. If they accept the other half, okay, then you basically just do your best to stay on your side of the half, the armrest for the duration of the flight. No issues. Now, there are exceptions to this. If the person in the middle seat gets on the plane and disrespects your offer by budging you off or, you know, doing some form of karate to remove your arm from the armrest it's full out war and you have the absolute right to either call flight attendant or <laughs> shove his arm off and take it back now Wait, if you sorry, get on sorry, this serious? Was, that just escalated very quickly you would do that i have done this no excuse me you called a flight no, attendant i mean over? you it, excuse me my ma'am flight attendant this, <laughs> what, this is, middle seater is taking my armrest no so okay first of all you're thinking about halvesies are you doing lengthwise halvesies or widthwise halvesies? <laughs> because so I'm no, a small in person. In no case is, so, it a, is it a lengthwise halvesies. It's always a width size, widthwise halvesies. No, 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 I do lengthwise halvesies. So I can do this, and my our elbows are on the inside. What you give them the front to just and throw their arm in front of you? So the yeah. person has to lean forward to like put their. <laughs> People are bigger than me usually, so when I do this, they are actually really 75% of it, but I can still rest. Okay. I mean, there's room for, it's a bit of a dance back and forth, you know? There's a, a bit of romanticism to it. A coup it's a d'etat. tango. Well, you didn't let me finish. You didn't let me finish. Yeah. In the case, in rare cases where you have a respectable middle seater, or whether you're a respectable middle seater, um, you can go, you can enter into a agreement of shared armrest where you basically always, take almost always turns, silent agreement. kind of like the penguins 
in the South Pole, uh, each takes his turn on the outside, right? In the, in the dead of winter. Right. You each get your turn on the armrest. Is this a verbal then, confirmation? Are you talking to the person? No, no, never. No, never. it's never a verbal confirmation. It's always an unspoken confirmation. But typically it's when you get touch. off the plane, you will look at each other and bow and respect. Yeah. In effect, your arms are doing the talking for each yeah. other. It's like a weird snake dance. Yeah. It's very sensual yeah, yeah, experience. Yeah, yeah, snake right. dance. But yeah, I like quite arousing. It's like the mating <laughs> dance of the otter. <laughs> <laughs> this is a... So, Chris, in the perfect world for you, then, in a three-person row... Talk everyone, to me. Sorry? Talk to me. So, let's say yeah. you're on the right side of the plane, That's right? That's what he's doing. In a three-person <laughs> row, everyone would just use the left armrest, because, I mean, everybody gets an armrest. I mean... That works. I, Perhaps if everybody's left armed, they don't have the right arm. What? Why do you need two armrests, though? For symmetry. For, no, 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 no. You use your left for arm to rest. You, le- you use your left arm to rest. Your right arm, you keep loose to do battle, just yeah. in case. <laughs> well, actually, no. I use my right arm to just in case. Man, man, flight attendant. <laughs> That's what I do. I do like, like Chris's view actually has some merit. If you sort of both have like half on there's a demilitarized zone in the middle yeah no one really crosses but that those, no those things land. are so small it's like trying to balance your arm on a pencil if you're i know but you sort of like it, it every it you have to follow like the unspoken sun Tzu's code yeah art of war exactly and sun Tzu would say <laughs> you, you basically watch and dance with each person's arm to see where each arm ends up Correct. so in some circumstances people will be very polite and because the middle person has been shafted they'll let them take <laughs> both both armrests in some situations the person on the outside usually people on the outside tend to be the most selfish that's why they're on the outside in the first place uh, <laughs> they will probably take both armrests Correct. so it's usually the middle people and the window people who are the more altruistic people and know how to suffer and really learn how to live through suffering because that's what life is truly about. <laughs> they also have the strongest bladders, usually. That's true. I'll bet you you could do a study of people who sit consistently in the middle seats on an airplane. They probably have like incredible self-control, incredible concentration, very intellectual. You know, <laughs> so, just well, let me give you a story about a middle seater that I flew back with from Switzerland. The entire, I guess this is from London to Dulles, the entire eight-hour flight, this person literally covered themselves completely, head and all, in a blanket. Cocoon. Eight hours straight, never came out. <laughs> yeah, cocoon it. Wait, yeah. but did they take both armrests? They took zero armrests. Good for them. They had themselves. Wow. Well, their arms were kind of like hand-tied, if you will, with the um, the blanket. You know, I couldn't see much of them. So, so I usually like to take the middle seat and do what I like do the. What, 50, you choose 50. you choose the middle seat? Yeah. I just sit there like this. Are you a psychopath? For about like three hours or eight hours, depending. So No, you always choose, always choose hours or eight hours. Well, you have to, uh, you take into, uh, like, he has a more compact I'm a small guy, body. and also I am compassionate to the every man's struggle. Hmm. Compassion. So if you walk on like a Southwest flight where you can choose your seat, yes. and you see an entire row that's completely empty. <laughs> do you just choose the middle seat on purpose? If I choose, no. So usually also I try to board last, so I avoid that. He avoids that moral dilemma. What a saint. <laughs> <laughs> he fills so wait, so no, What you're saying is you just never have the choice ever. You have to take the middle seat. Yes. Okay. He puts himself in a situation where he can't make choices, thus removing morality <laughs> from his life. I live a completely the ultimate amoral. lukewarm Wait. piece of garbage. Yeah, just, yeah. Ask, just ask his ex-wife. Yeah. I live an amoral life. Not immoral. Amoral. Morals don't even exist here. Okay. That's, that's, that's virtuous, right? That's like anti-virtuous, but... Are you saying that the person that does nothing does nothing? Uh, Whoa. Think about it. What? I'm trying. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. It makes... Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, well, I like The that. person who does nothing Johnny. does nothing. <laughs> yeah, it's like a Johnny's Corner. It's literal. <laughs> well, speaking of Johnny's Corner, I think that's enough of Around the Table. Let's jump into Around the Corner with Johnny Me. Around the Corner, yes. <laughs> Around the Corner. God Frick. Down on right, the corner. Let's, wait, let's, hang on, hang on. It's called around. Wait, what is this called? What the hell is this called? It's around oh, the Florida man. Johnny's corner. corner. <laughs> We're going into Johnny's corner. Let me do it with a with a, uh, a bedtime with Babbage voice. 
Now it is time for Johnny's Corner with Johnny Meehan. This is Binging with Babish. That's not that guttural. I thought that was pretty damn good. It was good, but it wasn't Babish. That was you. Let me try to guess. Binging with Meehan. This is Johnny's Corner with Johnny Meehan. Now presenting Johnny's Corner. You sound like one of the people on the smoking ads who have a hole in their throat. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure he has stoma. Don't smoke, kids. Fifty years. You have to put a hole. You have to put your finger right here. Don't smoke, kids. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Yeah, not that. On to uh, Johnny's, Johnny's corner. On to Johnny's corner. Swear to me. Where are the other drugs going? Where's Rachel? Rachel. Hacking. Fucking burning. Just proved to you. I don't know. This is just my quick thought of the day for you guys. Um, Johnny's thought of the day. That was the This is Johnny. Oh, man. All right, Johnny, give it to us slowly. Here's my thought of the day. Johnny! my fucking corner guys <laughs> here we go my random thought of the day do not touch would probably be really unsettling thing to read in braille <laughs> <laughs> what do you think they do when they do read that like oh shit <laughs> oh no oh no hang on I think I just debunked this and this is gonna be a short segment if they read that, it's not. It's obviously not what they were asking the person not to touch. What, like misdirection? It's the sign. It's like the sign in the museum that says, do not touch the artifacts. Why, yeah, well, yeah okay. sorry, it's the yeah, sign to this. The but sign. They, they, they don't know what they're looking at. Why are they in a museum? They can't see shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. There are, there are. It's, <laughs> They're in the Please Touch Museum. No, it's really, I, I'm, <laughs> oh, it's, it's, <laughs> the Please Touch Museum assigned to tell blind people not to touch it. <laughs> That'd be the ultimate prank. That's awful. I'm like, where the hell am I? <laughs> um, oh, speaking I, of debunking, though, I <clears> actually <throat> have a debunk for this. And I hate to bring you down here, Johnny. But it's because you got people manufacturing these signs it's a lot cheaper to just keep making the exact same sign rather than making a new sign that doesn't say anything in braille so they just make it in braille saying do not touch but if it didn't say anything they would touch but they wouldn't be able to know to not touch it but they wouldn't be able to know to not touch it either but they also wouldn't know that there's anything to touch (laughs) (laughs) well that's actually funny to me because in museums i've seen uh of the uh, like painting descriptions there's braille under it sometimes how would the blind person know what to touch? Do you touch the sign or the picture? You don't. Well, know. Yeah. What if you're trying to find the sign but actually <laughs> touch, touch, put a center, starry, starry night? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure that's happened. We should look that up for next episode no, so... and talk about like blind people. New segment called "Blind People Breaking Shit." <laughs> No, so they have the audio-assisted thing, but they have to count their steps, so their audio thing will tell them how many steps to walk forward. Turn right. <laughs> going, well, going off kind of, kind of that, you know, the blind, let's kind of go into the deaf a little bit. Jeez, um, <laughs> this is rag on everyone. Um, are, are deaf people just born, born with noise-canceling ears? Uh, goodness gracious. Like noise-canceling headphones? Do you think they consult? Or do you think, like, Bose consults deaf people? Oh, Tell well, me what you, you hear. Noise can- wait, wait, wait. If you put noise canceling phones over a deaf person, do they feel more deaf? <laughs> no, 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 two negatives is a positive. They hear. <gasps> if you put noise canceling so headphones on the noise canceling, we just solved the deaf. If you're out there and you're deaf, <laughs> I'm trying to first. Wait, nobody listening to this would be able to know. Them. Well, definitely, because the best part about that joke is they'll never hear it. You have to sign <gasps> oh, it. Oh, Johnny. Uh, <clears> we can we can move away. That was Johnny's random thought of the day. <laughs> This has been Johnny's Corner with Johnny Meehan. Do you know what's unfortunate? I think it should be Johnny's thought of the day. 
I kind of like Johnny's Corner. I kind of like Johnny's. How about, how about how about this? <clears throat> this is Johnny's Corner now presenting Johnny's Thought of the Day. Yeah, because that way you can be okay, flexible. But how about don't like the voice? Johnny can't <laughs> help it. He's an asshole. <laughs> yeah, Johnny's way. Corner. <laughs> we have a disclaimer, just like speaking at like 500 words a minute. <laughs> we're not going to do the energy of Johnny. Get me. <laughs> we do not dislike or discriminate deaf people or blind people. And then we sign it into the mic. I'm sorry, that was a little me. Morse <laughs> code. <laughs> do you think we could come up with Braille for our recordings? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, isn't Morse code just Braille for... Non. No. For hearing did you, people. Did anyone realize what I just said? Made yes. Absolutely. No I, I get it. That's what I was saying. They would okay. stop at the description of this episode because it'd be like, and then like the lads talk about blind people and, and then, make fun of them a lot, and then they realize they can hear me. us. <laughs> <laughs> oh right. Oh, I'm done. I forgot. I'm watching Mikey just just like not register. <laughs> I didn't register that at all. I'm like, yeah, uh, blind yeah. people can't hear us. Yeah. <laughs> We'd have to come up with some sort of software. That's <laughs> Chris, that just just got it. Just got it. Well, well, we're, we're a little slow tonight, hey, boys. We were, we were we were meshing our cog together. <laughs> how about we go I don't for like that phrase how, at all? How about the dumb? <laughs> no, the dumb is that just like a we selective are the category? Dumb. No, the people that can't speak. It's a like a serious note though. The dumb people can usually they can understand. They just well, we call them mutes, don't we? Yeah, <laughs> right. That's is that the point? I call them dumb. <laughs> He's laughing at the politically He's a correct mute. term. No, I think the politically correct is dumb. No, As, I think in no, context. it's definitely mute. Well, it used to be village idiot. <clears throat> <laughs> no, because it's not really mute. They can usually talk through it. They're just dumb. No, no, no. You're thinking of. Like severe autism. All right, all right. Enough of that. I think we we can move on. Let's do our Tolkien segment of the week. I think this week with our special guest, Mikey, who was not supposed to be here at all. He's supposed to be waiting outside. Um, We should do a guess the quote since we did LTR personation last time. Speaking of guess the quote, we um, have been re-reading the books. Yeah, big news. Um, nice for on. the first time, I am finally officially on my way to Tolkien. Tell everybody that I'm on my way. Oh. <laughs> no, but oh, let's do our Tolkien. We are reading the books finally. Well, we're listening. We're doing the audiobooks. Um, and at the end of it, I think Pat might even proclaim me an intellectual. We'll see uh, what you sort of sponge up through osmosis. <laughs> Indeed. But let's do a guess the quote. Um, quick reminder of the rules for everybody. I will give a quote. The individuals participating will have to ding in. Once I'm finished the quote, you cannot ding before I finish the quote. Whoever dings first will get to answer the question, or sorry, um, guess the quote with the character, correct character. If they get the character correctly, they get one point at the end of the best, of, I guess we'll do best of five in this situation since there's three people. Best of five um, will win the game. Make sense? Yep. Gotcha. Let's do it. Ding. All right. So, can we, Wee. can I have you guys invent different dings so that I know who's dinging what? Because last time it was a little hard to tell. Uh, Mikey, what's your ding going to be? Ding. So, you're just going to take ding and or say it very say menacingly. Johnny, what will your ding be? It doesn't have to be the word ding. Um, oh. <laughs> Too late. You made your decision. <laughs> no. Too late. You well. made your choice. Oh. Yeet. <laughs> <laughs> so, Temple is ding. You are yeet. And Pat will be. Get up there. And Pat will be. Get up Okay. I, I'll, I will be. Um, Ew. <laughs> That's I'll be. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, ready? <clears throat> uh, wait, what's mine? Get up now! Okay, that's gonna get really annoying. Okay, the first quote is this. Lord Aragorn. Get up now! Where is he? Get, get up now! Disqualified. Get yeah, up you have to wait till the end. You, you, that's, not, the that's never you, been the rule. He changed the record. Check the record. There is no record because you change the rules every goddamn episode. <laughs> you lying, deceiving <laughs> traitor. Let check the record. The record. Check the record. Manipulative. We're gonna check the record. Arrogant. Check the record and set the record straight. Once I'm finished the quote, you cannot ding before I finish the quote. See, I told you. 
It's always yep. been the case. Sucks. Maleficent. All right, so he's disqualified from this round. <laughs> it's Maleficent. I'm going to say the quote again. Well, old Aragorn. Where is he? Yeet! Johnny. <laughs> uh, Aowen. Correct. He took, that is correct. There should be a timer because he took like three seconds to say that. It's dramatic pause. Yeah, I was going for it's the gravitas. High speech. Oh. Wow, is that the first time you ever used gravitas? Matt Meehan taught me that. Perhaps. I think we just need to have a quick pause of silence. The second quote is this. So score update, Johnny won, Patton, Dr. Michael Temple. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, Michael, Dr. Temple, zero. The second quote is this. They're taking the hobbits to Isengard. Ding. Gandalf, no. You started early. Did, did <laughs> I? I was waiting right on your tail. All right, fine. That's pretty good. That's Legolas. Correct. Ding, 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 ding. Scores one, one, zero. So you just bend the rules now. The next quote is this. Should I trip you up on this one? I'm thinking of a particular character, so I'll try to do their voice. But you'll understand why this is tough in, in the end. Oh, boy. Mushrooms. Yeet. Johnny? Pippin. Damn it, it's Correct. Pippin. Correct. It <laughs> I knew that too. It's Pippin. I forgot what multiple, my ding word multiple was. Multiple people say that, but um, I was trying to do Pippin there. So, of course, two, one to zero in favor of Johnny. Damn right. Michael Dr. Temple coming in in a close second with one, and Pat is not even trying over there. That's when they're running from Farmer I've been Maggie, thinking about right? the book. When they fall down the hill. Yeah. invested in the book right I now. I think I've broken something. Yeah. The, next broken quote, the next quote is this. She gave me three. Yeet! Johnny. Wait, give wait, one. wait, wait. Is that the full line? Yes. The full line I'm giving you. Uh. Johnny gets it, and the game is over. <laughs> Congratulations, Johnny. I'm just happy to be here and put a point on the board. That's got to be the worst showing. You didn't even... You, dis- <laughs> you got disqualified and then you didn't guess it ever again. <laughs> That was easy. Those were easy. I knew the bonus all round. Bonus round. Okay, bonus round. I'm not worth, gonna. I'm not gonna three tell points, you. Perhaps yeah, so if you can win on one. It's kind of like the jackpot. It's kind of like the jackpot. Daily so double. like you don't know what you're gonna get. Wait, can we bet points? That's what it is. It's like Jeopardy. You can bet points. Don't what tell you, me what wait, it is. Can you bet anything if you have nothing? <laughs> well, so, so make leave. it three points. So if he gets it, we tie. But if he gets it, he wins. If I get it, I win. Yeah, I and if he it. doesn't get it, he gets negative points for next round <laughs> or for next time we do this. GQ. Outrageous. All right, the next line is this, <clears throat> or the bonus line is this. We are proud to fight alongside men once again. Stand up now. Pat. How dear. How dear is correct. Ooh, he was yeah, deep I, tracks. I knew that. I couldn't think of his name. <laughs> and that's why yes, I did. I was like, yes. this is going to be a hard one. And I'm not sure I got the quote exactly right, but you understood what I was yeah, saying. Yeah, I did. I did. Um, oh, so with that, you. the reveal of the jackpot was indeed three points. So it is now a tie between Ooh. Johnny and Pat. We go to a final. Jeopardy. Double, double, double. A final. Is sure. it, it, it sudden death between him and I? Sudden or death. Or we... Mikey is out. Oof. <laughs> Dunzos. Can I read it then? Sure, you you can give the quote. Read the quote. I don't think You're gonna we have to come up so with lightly abandon our outer defenses. Indeed. I can avoid being seen if I wish, but to disappear entirely, that is a rare gift. Can't have no Pat. Aragorn. Aragorn. <laughs> but to disappear entirely, <laughs> that is a rare gift. Come on. And with that we have a winner, <laughs> Pat Loop a comeback. It's a comeback. They said it couldn't happen. Look, see, it pays to read the books, huh? It does. I knew it that does. quote. I didn't get to that. Is that at the, uh, the Prancing Pony? Yep, that's at the Prancing yeah, Pony. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was... Mr. Underhill. I thought somebody was going to say Gandalf for a second. But I thought someone was going to say Faramir, weirdly. Remember, he captures them in the movies. Oh. Wait, he does say something similar to that. Wait, is it Faramir? No, no it's Aragorn. No, it's Aragorn. No, no, there's no need to question here. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> no, because right when Aragorn sees Frodo put the ring on for the first time and loses him. A chance for Faramir. Capital of Gondor shows quality. Quality. My roommate quotes that every time. Well, well done, everybody. Talking item in the books. Pat knocking out another pin there on his uh, win total. I'm pretty good at um, the, the code guessing. He is. Knocking he is. out those pins. He's not very good at the, at the impersonation contest. <laughs> well, that's a more subjective matter. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed it is. Alrighty, well, uh, a couple shout-outs before we end it here. Uh, thanks to Tom Wood for listening. Really appreciate it. Tom um, shared our uh, 
latest clip on his Instagram story. We uh, appreciate that. Uh, Teresa, thanks to Teresa again. Teresa's really plugging us, been following along, giving us great suggestions and um, loyal listener there. As always, we want to hear whether you guys prefer to be a reverse centaur or reverse mermaid. So let us know <laughs> your your thoughts on that. Very um, curious about yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. But with that, we will end it. And uh, as always, you can find us on Instagram, SFH underscore podcast. And then also feel free to send us your suggestions, comments, questions to our email address, SFH podcasts. That's plural podcasts at gmail.com. And we will see you all next week. Yeah, and also leave us a review. Uh, we'll go, there you obviously go. use that on our segment, Review the Review. Would love to read some. Don't act like you're in this. Don't act <laughs> hey, like this you're... is pretty impressive. <laughs> My guess is getting pretty cosmic. I would really love to just down. read some chunky reviews. There's some mini <laughs> reviews that are just full, chock full of just good content. Because that's what we support here on. SFH podcast. I don't know, Chris, do you agree with that? All right, sign, sayonara. Because <laughs> if you agree with that, you agree with me. All right, sorry, sayonara. Goodbye, everyone. Merci beaucoup. Merci. <laughs> Au revoir. Au revoir. Au revoir. Ciao. If you somehow enjoyed today's episode, be sure to follow us on Instagram and give us a five-star review on wherever you happen to find this podcast. Oh.